Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Sportsbeat After Hours. Mm. I am your host, Hemahemuli Jr. Joining me as always on the ones and twos is the local lovable Canuck himself, Zachary Q. Hicken. Were you about to forget my nickname? <laughs> Hema? Maybe a little Hema? bit. Maybe okay. a little bit. Um, but guess what, okay. Zach? What? We are joined today by the one, the only... Spencer Linton. Is that who's sitting in here? I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> we thought we were being audited because he's yeah. got that snazzy suit on. Yeah, we just went out to dinner. He got compliments. What's the occasion, Spencer? Why are you dressed up? Oh, I don't know. They make me wear a tie when I do the sports on KSL. So <laughs> Lame. What's that about? <laughs> Look at you working an office job. Well, <laughs> the, the daily grind. Speaking of which, we're going to get to office workers versus warehouse schlubs, like Segway. Spencer versus us, but we got to briefly talk about what's going on tomorrow. Oh, yeah. What's going on tomorrow? The Jazz are going <laughs> to maybe, I don't know, try and play a basketball game. They're going to turn it around at home. Mark my words. Z-Dog called it. Z-Dog called it. We got this, Jazz. <laughs> the the Jazz are going to try to get their first win in this series. Hopefully they can do it at home or else they're getting swept. But uh, we'll talk. Should we get into it? No, we're going to talk about this on Jazz Notes. So if you guys haven't listened yet, listen to Jazz Notes okay. and uh, we'll kind of break it down. We're going to look at where the Jazz kind of um, have dominated at home this season. We'll uh-huh. get into some of the numbers behind that and see if there's going to be any cause and effect when they get to the playoffs with a playoff atmosphere with... The fans being excited. Things are already getting set up right outside the arena. Oh, yeah. Um, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a party tomorrow. Yeah. Kiss We're going to have local me. celebrities there. We are? That's a tease. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited. Come and find out. But until then, like I said, we have a little more important basketball history to get to today. Absolutely. Can I interject some ridiculous thoughts about the Jazz? Yes. Sure. Please. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm just going to say this much, and I'm, I'm going to leave the rest of the jazz notes to you guys. Okay. But I'm going to tell you this much. If the jazz can make more three-pointers than the Houston Rockets, they might actually win a game. Oh, my God. Okay? 
Okay? You mean we have a chance. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Also, on a more serious note, the Jazz have won 70% of the games at home, right? Yeah. Yeah. 70%. Playoff atmosphere, we know, in Utah is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Okay. And then here's this little nugget that we brought out on the news last night. After losing by a combined 52 points in games one and two, the Jazz are a three-point favorite, according to our friends in the Las Vegas desert. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Vegas knows. And they know, Hema. Those dudes know. <laughs> I don't know who they make deals with, but they know. Okay. I believe that. So some optimism for sure. So are we putting money on this game? Yes, but we can't tell our bosses. <laughs> okay. Perfect. They and don't if PJ know. Tucker can you know cool down a little bit. Has there ever been a greater three-point shooter than <laughs> P.J. Tucker? Incredible. Oh, my gosh. That's, that was, that was, it's on point. That was on point. It's um, on point. Yeah, so let uh, I don't know. Let's talk about the real anniversary, the real basketball game that everyone's talking about around here. Fourteen years ago, a group of office workers went down on one of the biggest home court advantages and almost pulled off an upset, but out of fear and intimidation, they backed down. They lost. We're talking about The Office versus The Warehouse. Season one of The Office, like I said, 14 years ago today, Michael Scott and Jim Halpert took up a crew of office workers against Daryl Philbin and Roy Anderson. (laughs) Probably one of the best exhibition games that there ever was. It's one of the best exhibition sports moments in TV history. I mean, you think about, uh, you know, shows like, or movies like White Men Can't Jump sure. or like American History X and where they're out there playing basketball. This is an all-time classic <laughs> when it comes out of any of them. Okay. Let's, uh, so let's talk about this. The, let's give them the starting lineup and we'll talk about the matchups. How okay. we do that. Okay. okay. So starting for the office team, Michael Scott at point guard. Yeah. Ryan Howard at shooting guard. Hottest guy in the office. Jim Halpert, small forward. Needs a haircut in this episode. <laughs> Battling down low, Dwight Schrute. Intimidating, and he's got a jumper. And uh, posting up down low with no <laughs> handles, the stifle tower of Scranton, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Stanley Hudson. Are you kidding me, Stanley? <laughs> Are you kidding me? He has to be a center with handles like that. Oh, yeah. He looks very Rudy-esque. Point Stanley. <laughs> it's like Point Gobert, but way uglier. Okay. Did a stutter. <laughs> <laughs> Starting for the warehouse team. Madge, Pudge, Padge, Madsen. The enforcer. Yeah. Jerry DeCanio. Don't even know who that guy is. Roy Anderson. Roy's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Philbin. I actually like Daryl. Yeah, he's great. And Lonnie Collins. Lonnie C. Col- C. Monster Collins. R.I.P. R.I.P. We just found out that he died. <laughs> like, in real life. In real life. Uh, Dude, wasn't he on a show with Rob Deerdeck once upon a time? Oh, uh, it wouldn't he? surprise me. Oh, my goodness. I don't did, know. Did Lonnie Collins get around <laughs> yes. in real life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. Uh, okay, so let's look at the warehouse crew, right? Madge Madsen, a virtual unknown. No one, No one saw her coming. Well, she was referred to as the East German gal. Okay, <laughs> they post up Dwight on her. Dwight, the stretch four who yeah. uh, gets it done. He can play defense. He can shoot from the outside. He's an enforcer. Listen, Dwight is like Adam Keefe 
and Madge is like Bill Laimbeer. <laughs> incredible, incredible throwback a matchup. NBA matchup. Unbelievable. So we got the East German gal, Jerry DeCanio. Uh, you know, who, he was kind of so-so. Who is, who is, who is Jerry? He? he quit after they won the lottery. That's what I know about Jerry yeah. DeCanio. Okay, <laughs> Roy Anderson almost married Pamela Anderson. That That's the... Oh, almost mere Pamela Anderson is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, that was the matchup everyone's looking for, right? Uh, it's Jim and Roy. Is it going to be a, you know, spread them out, let them go, ISO, the entire game sort of thing? See, I take Halpert all day, every day in a one-on-one ISO with Roy. Yeah. He's got the handles. Jim's got the touch, little floater over the top. See, the way I see it, it's, uh, it's the LeBron versus Shaq matchup out of this whole thing. Roy, the big physical body that can play underneath. Um, and maybe he's more of a magic. Yeah. Yeah, magic versus bird. Ooh, I like that. Jim gets called Larry Legend in the matchup. Roy calls him that. I didn't catch that. Interesting. So when you've watched it 257 times, yeah. Emma, <laughs> you catch things. For those of you that don't know, I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast before. I wrote a senior thesis <laughs> that was 12 pages long. On, on The an, Office? On an episode of The Office. Which Wait, one? Uh, Gay Witch Hunt, season three, oh, episode one. Oh, my gosh. The episode that I consider to be the greatest episode in Office history that just summarized everything up. It's the least PC out of any of the episodes. Yeah, definitely wouldn't fly Would nowadays. not fly in 2019. No Some of course of you picked that episode. I had to use... <laughs> Didn't fly in 2017. In fact, I don't think we can quote some of the no, things. No, we can't. Are, but yeah, we're not going to do that. Comedically, it's an all-timer. It's all-timer. a great episode. Um, I got an A on the paper. That's all I have to say about that. Amazing. But Larry Bird versus Magic Johnson, Jim Halpert versus Roy Anderson. It's the matchup that we've all been waiting for. Not only are they playing for bragging rights, They're the opportunity to get Saturday off. They're playing for the heart of one Pam Beasley. Mm-hmm. A dime, by the way. A dime. Um, the you, dime. Did you ever find the stats for this game? I couldn't find it. Okay. So we you didn't call have her time a dime. What is it? Well, I'm trying to think of the episode where Ryan is explaining Pam to his New York friends. She's a Scranton eight, but a New York four. A New York five or four. Yeah. So brutal. Okay. Brutal. Also, this brings up my next point. Everyone's kind of looking not so great. Well, in it's this 2003. Part. Right. But. Can we talk about the greatest comeback of the year? Michael, Michael Scott's, Scott's hairline. hairline. Yes. Boom. Air yes. Five. I can appreciate that of all people. Are you it's kidding me? <laughs> Come on, well, I man. I think all three of us can. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rough, though, for, for one Michael Scott in this season. What season is three? This is season one. one. Season oh, one. Season I one? think it's episode five, right? Episode four? Four. I four, four. Okay, four. yeah. Oh, it's right man. before the Hot Girl episode, and that's the name of the episode. It's called Hot Girl. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Amy Adams, Amy my cousin. Adams. I'm actually related to Amy Adams. What? Her mom's a Hicken. What? Yeah. Well, how do we not know this, Jack? City. Well, I did know that. She I just was found it out like six months ago. Okay. So. Well, now we need tickets to Sundance so that we can hang out with the Amy Adams crew. Okay. Yeah, I'll see okay. what I can do. Let's go, man. Cousins have what to I be can do. super accessible to white people as they are with Polly's, right? Because yeah. Tony Fina is my cousin. Yeah. Exactly. Right? See, you get it. <laughs> I'll just take one out of the good old Hey Mooley playbook. <laughs> That's my nephew. <laughs> I am him, Hey Mooley. But yes. a low-key underrated matchup. How about Michael Scott versus Daryl Philbin? <laughs> Because that's where the real gold in this episode comes, is watching Michael Scott think that he's 
the greatest thing since sliced bread. What is wrong with me today? <laughs> he knows how to take a charge. That's, yeah. That is one thing. Yeah, he, he does. Do. He shoots the ball over the entire <laughs> standard <laughs> by like 10 yards. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I mentioned this earlier. You know, he takes the charge and then shoots a free throw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of uh, what rules are you playing, yeah. Michael Scott? Come on, man. Well, the, the one thing with Jerry is uh, Michael calls out Jerry for fouling him. That's like the only like notable thing that he does in this whole episode. Yeah. So um, Michael looked like me when I was just playing on the Papa shot that's downstairs <laughs> outside of Studio 5. You want to tell him Not about great. that? Not great. I'll tell him about it real quick. Yeah. We, we have a Papa shot downstairs, a KSL one. That's probably going to be at the party, the jazz party or yeah. whatever. Um, but there's like six basketballs in there, a single hoop. We go 30 seconds each so you can make the most, the most shots. It wasn't me. Zach made zero in 30 seconds. <laughs> wow, you didn't have to go that detailed, him. Well, it's fine because, Spencer, you used it. Uh, that rim is it's rough. stiff. It has no flex. If you can shoot on that it rim It doesn't well, help you out. Yeah. Then you can shoot anywhere. Also, the rim itself, the circumference of it, is like half the size of a regulation basket. Yeah. Yeah. And But, by the way, I also didn't win. It was actually Tom Hackett. That Who would have thought? A, he a was freaking Aussie. Well, he wasn't even shooting it. He was punting the basketballs, <laughs> yeah. and that's how we We're got like, him Tom, in. that's not how you do it. And he's yeah. like, don't tell me what to do, mates. Yeah. He goes, that's how we play it down under. <laughs> and he kept saying Joe Ingles, yeah. which made it way worse. Oh, it was so <laughs> frustrating. Um, so frustrating. Anyways. Oh, every time he talks, I just think about the crocodile hunter. Yeah. <laughs> this is the fierce snake. One bite from him and it's all over. <laughs> Which is also part of why he's so dreamy. He's a dreamboat, right? Yeah, and his haircut's looking great. Yeah, he's got a great haircut. Point. Getting himself back in shape, taking spin classes. Yeah. He's uh, watching RSL games. Yeah. While we're in the office. RSL Insider. Yeah. Must Tom be Hackett. Nice. Um. But uh, yeah, what was the final score of the uh, office versus the? Warehouse? So it was. It ended up tied, right? Um, well, no, no, no. The office team ended up winning. Michael calls the game after he gets fouled, and he's like, "If you guys are going to play like that, we're just going to call it quits." And they're like, "Well, who won?" And he goes, "Well, I guess we were ahead, right? Weren't we?" <laughs> and so he calls the game, but then the uh, warehouse workers freak out. Well, Lonnie and Daryl. Physically threatened sea monster, yeah. Yes, they browbeat Michael into submission. submission. And then he goes, I guess you guys won. I guess we'll be working Saturday. <laughs> the whole premise of this was who had to go into the office on Saturday to work. Yeah. Um, Roy got to take out the jet skis. So uh, why don't we go through and uh, pick our starting five Ooh. and a sixth man. Okay. Okay, so six players and our starting five, and then who's coming off the bench for you? Uh, so Spencer, let's start with you. My starting five, starting five of is office this a, characters. Is this a combo of all of the office yes. characters? Oh, okay. Well, you can take anyone. Or do from you the want office. me to go with upstairs or the warehouse? So let's go with these ten as your starting five, and then anyone else from that works in that building, Ooh. including Bob Vance Vance Refrigeration. If you go there, <laughs> can be your sixth man. Question: All all the seasons. Just available during this okay. first Just this episode. Yeah. Okay. okay, those are the parameters. Okay. Just Don't this tell me episode. you're going to try to take Andy. No. Cornell's finest. Yeah, Cornell heard of it. Um, I'm going to start with Jim Halpert because Obviously. I think Jim clearly has the most natural basketball skill of any of the characters in said episode. Then I'm going to take Daryl Philbin 
Okay, we're combining, right? Mm-hmm. We're combining yeah. the two. Yeah. Okay, so Jim and Daryl, they're the two sports junkies, right? Dwight Schrute is an absolute on my team. I need the utility guy. I need the enforcer, the guy that's going to throw an elbow into someone's throat and literally die for your team, okay? Yeah. So Dwight, <laughs> Dwight Schrute also in my starting five. I want Big Lonnie. Okay, I just I need to do to just sit in the lane. There's no illegal defense in this episode. Yeah, so I just need a big body in the lane, and then I'd probably take as my fifth and final. Oh man, this is really difficult. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna throw a bone to Madge. Okay, <laughs> okay, I like that pick. I want Scrappy. Yeah, exactly. And who do you have coming off the bench? Um, coming off the bench, probably Ryan Howard. Okay, I like that pick. Yeah. I like that pick a lot. He's kind of weaselly and sneaky. Yeah. And he can be annoying, <laughs> but he's smart. Absolutely. So he can scheme. Yeah, so I go with Ryan as the guy coming off the bench. I like that. Hema? Jeez. Okay, my picks? Yeah. All right, obviously I'm going to go with Jim first mm-hmm. also. Uh, yeah, I'll take Daryl too because it's Daryl. <laughs> um, then I actually might go with Roy. I think if Roy and Jim were on the same team... They might get they some stuff done. They could do some damage. Done. Look See, at what happened in Zero Dark Thirty. I can't pick him, him. I just don't like him. But they could run Look a pick at and what roll, happened man. in Zero Dark Thirty when they're on the same side. Oh, yeah. They got a... a or was bottom. it Zero Dark Thirty? Yes. No, 12 no. strong. Oh, no. 13 strong. Is no. it 12 strong? 13? No, it's not 13 strong. It's the one a... about the base that got taken over. Oh. Uh, 13 hours? 13 hours, yes. It's yeah, 13, 13 hours. 13 hours. That's yeah. right. There's twelve. so many 12 strong, 13 hours, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. The Hurt Locker. Oh, my goodness. All great, but, yeah, yeah a little confusing. Okay. Okay. So, so you, so you got Ryan. He's a Roy. jerk. I'm just like, I, I can't get over how he treated yeah. Pam. He'll always be that guy. Ah, that's true, but I don't care. I'm all business. But, by the way, to kind of segue this a little bit, have you guys ever heard the theory that Pam sucks? Yes. What do you guys think of that? I think it's absolutely true. But <laughs> Okay. She's, she's, so, she's so charismatic, though, that people kind of let it slide, and they kind of forget that she dumped Jim – or doesn't pick Jim, I guess, is more appropriate. Then when Jim gets with that other girl. Um, mm-hmm. Hot girl. Karen. Karen, yeah. Oh, no, no, Karen. So we're yeah. not talking about Amy Adams the first one. No. Uh, Karen the Philippe. When, when he starts getting serious with uh, Karen, and that's when she all of a sudden flips the switch and is like, oh, I love Jim. I'm not wanted. That's, now I need to go after yeah, him. Yeah, that's awful. Classic girl. Not a good move. look for a girl. We're going to have to argue this in the future. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about this another. I experienced this in real life. Folks. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna have to share this on another podcast. Okay. 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 I think another we're day. having him back. I have two. Yeah. Spencer is invited himself day. back on the podcast. Spencer's there are like a few. It. There are a few. There is uh, the Barbie story. Yep, that was a real name. And there is the Miss Utah USA story. I've heard oh part of this goodness. one. I've heard part serious? of this one. It was very special. Oh, huh? I cannot wait. It was very. That is a tease. Very special. Okay. Okay. Let me. Let me. Okay. And then there's the heartbreaking one where oh I dated gosh. a girl like Pam. Okay. So okay. There you go. All Wait, right. So your Pam love interest is your third story? Yeah. Wow. So we're going to do a bad dating story in the yeah, final let's do it. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I should great. probably throw a fourth in there when I ran over a girl's mailbox on the first date. But the stipulation <laughs> is we have to use names. I'm just kidding. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, cool. Made up names, but we'll use names. <laughs> <laughs> and his name was... Jim, oh, never mind. Okay, Hamma, okay, Hem- let's so, have you pick uh, your starting Dwight Schrute's the stretch four. I really like him at the stretch four spot. Okay. Um, <laughs> and his goggles. His, his face mask. It's a yeah, face sorry. mask. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, and then uh, maybe fifth. 
And it has to be someone that works at the office, right? So out of out of these ten, yeah, and then six man can be anyone that works in the okay. office. Um, man, out of these ten, maybe Lonnie. Okay. And then my fifth man's probably going to be. I don't know. I like Madge coming off the bench. Okay. okay. You like, I like Madge off the bench? Yeah. See, the one that we're forgetting, I think, and I may, maybe I'm tipping Zach up. You know, I'm going to hold off. You okay. pick your okay. five, and then you I'm going to add my, a thought. My, my turn. My, <laughs> my, my turn. Okay. Um, Jim. Okay. Okay, Ryan. Oh. I really like Ryan's ability to run the point. Um, he was sneaky. He could shoot from the outside. Okay. He had a good game. He had a good showing. Uh, Daryl, Roy, Dwight. Okay, that's my starting five. Okay. Coming off the bench. Is someone that didn't play in the game, but should have Kevin. Okay. Oh my Brian goodness. Brian Baumgartner. Behind the scenes, he made 14 shots in a row. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's he's across the that. street right now over at Fanex. Wow. Okay. Maybe we need to get him on the Papa shot. Wait, he's here and see that. Yeah, he's in town. So uh, Kevin, Angela, and um, I saw Oscar. Angela so here. the three accountants oh my are gosh. all in town this weekend <laughs> for Fanex. That's wow. incredible. So should we? By should, the way, Andy Farnsworth has passes. I saw them. So maybe we can steal them. And sh- I mean, borrow. You do them. know that Nate's going to listen to this. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> oh man! Now listen, you don't want to, you know, use passes inappropriately. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anybody knows about that, Nate knows about that. <laughs> Shouts to Nate. Shouts to Nate. Already Thank you getting, for getting us back on the air. We're already getting uh, inside uh, jokes here. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> man. Kevin, that's a good pick. I didn't even think about him. Well, the other... Phyllis. Phyllis, yes. Phyllis. See, that's the other one I was going to say. Phyllis. Maybe instead of Madge, I'm like, oh, maybe I want Phyllis on my team. I think Phyllis, if given the opportunity, could probably like... Do some things like she can make some jump shots and whatnot. She's better than Stanley, I know that. Huh. Yeah. Oh, what absolutely. About Meredith? Oh, gal. You think she'd make a shot? Uh she'd be. She'd foul out so quick just because she's dirty, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, Meredith. Meredith is the person that she's w- like a Rodman. She would. She would undercut you. Yeah. She's like when Bronson Kafusi came in against Gonzaga <laughs> against Kelly Olynyk and, and just, just lit someone foul out. someone as hard as you can, <laughs> hack him right across the neck, do some damage. And then go back to the bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, no one said anything. Like, him. Meredith's stat line is one minute played, three fouls, and two like rebounds. a turnover or something. And, and like two rebounds. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's going to be. She's going to do damage in the paint. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag oh. do damage. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. I, I think that out of everyone's lineup, I think mine is the winner. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, probably. We we need to run the simulator on this on NBA 2K. So That'd be hilarious. We'll see what we can do. But um, that's coming to an end. And also coming to an end next week, the Avengers. Avengers Endgame comes out next week. Yeah, baby. It's been, what, 10, 11 years in the making yeah. since the first Iron Man came out. Whoa. Just crazy to think about that. Well, what do we think is going to happen? By the way, if you haven't seen, we cut a video before the playoffs started that was an Avengers Endgame themed. Um, and James Harden's Thanos. <laughs> oh, evidently, after two games. Gosh. Yeah, because he obliterated so that's our universe. So I guess he we basically. His fingers on the first two games. We saw gracious. Infinity War, James Harden, in yeah. games one and two. Are we going to see who's Captain Marvel that's going to show up and see, save okay. the jazz? That's a great, that's a great point. All right, so who is going to save the Jazz in the third game? 
Obviously, we the said fans. Last, <laughs> the fans. <laughs> no, it has Captain to be Donovan Man. Mitchell. It's got to be Donovan, right? He's got to yeah. score more than, what did he score? 13 points last 11. game or something? 11 points. 19 yeah. points game one, 11 game two. He at least had an assist in game two. <laughs> you know who's going to save the Jazz? Who's that? Whoever's guarding P.J. Tucker and the other shooters that are off the ball from James Harden. Eric okay? Gordon, yeah. Like, let Harden score 50. You know why? Because the Rockets have lost multiple games when he has scored 50. If you can put them back in isolation ball format. Right. Yeah, 50 points, incredible, right? James Harden's he's going to get his regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's when he makes everyone around him better, when it's just absolutely a gut punch to the Jazz. Right. Guard P.J. Tucker. Make Harden make some tough shots, which he will, face up. I think that the Captain Marvel collectively is the defense guarding the off-the-ball shooters in the corner. I like that. Eric Gordon, P.J. Be- Tucker. So Kyle Korver's defense is Literally. Captain Marvel. Literally. <laughs> Make James Harden beat you by himself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. All I think by that's himself. That's a good game plan. Um, but let's just stick to Avengers now. Okay. Um, what do we think is going to happen? What's the future of the Marvel Universe after Avengers Endgame? Okay. Given it, it's given like half of them got to die, right? Well, but there's an opportunity for them to come back, isn't there? Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, when all is said and done, half the characters are going to be dead. Is what I'm saying. You, like, you think when all is said and done, you dead. think that half will just be gone? Yeah, or people come back and then the other half that didn't disappear die. Whatever. Some people have got to disappear. Okay, so I mean, there, there's die. that moment in Infinity War when Doctor Strange comes back and says, "Out of fourteen million two hundred and thirty-six thousand whatever ways, there's one that worked. Mm-hmm. This is the only way." What does that mean? What does it mean? Because I think that's the plan, right? Whatever is in his mind, whatever he saw, that's what they're going to try and do. Exactly. So does that include people still dying even if – because if it's Doctor Strange, I think somehow time travel, uh, there's there's something involved there where they – He did hold the time stone. Um, He has – I mean I I can't go into all the specifics. I'm not – I like all the Marvel movies. I've seen them all, (laughs) but like I can't go into the specifics of like – who has what interdimensional power and <laughs> yeah. can go microverse and all that stuff. But, but yeah, does man. he – I can't remember. But he has all the stones though, right? He does. S- but I think that so, somehow Doctor Strange still possesses the power to travel in time. Well, if he did travel, he – the thing is perhaps he set something in motion in an alternate universe before Thanos – Eliminated half of the world's population. Because wasn't it um, basically, from my understanding, Doctor Strange has the power to access the multiverse. The Marvel geeks who listen to this, Marvel nerds, Marvel fans, sorry for using geeks and nerds. (laughs) Andy Uh, Farnsworth is going to have a lot to say. You guys are going to be really upset with how (laughs) we're butchering this commentary. Um, But different from Hema, I actually do think that these guys are going to come back in some way or fashion, but it's going to be the end of some of these characters. We know them. We understand them. Um, I think Tony Stark yeah. is no longer going to be in the series. Maybe War Machine steps in as the new Iron Man. Sure. The Avengers are still going to exist as a collective group, but it may not consist of Iron Man, Thor, right. um, Captain the Hulk, America. Captain America. Like the- it could be something like Winter Soldier, War Machine... Um, 
replacing them. Maybe some female version of Thor. They've done that in the comics. They have a yeah. female version of Thor, Spider-Man, Ant-Man, um, Vision. <sighs> There's going to be some different collective group. Because moving forward, with this universe that they've created and the cash it's cow gonna, that it's it is. endless. Literally. Yeah, yeah. They still have like two or three Black Panther movies that they're just going to milk all the money that they can sure. out of. Captain Same Marvel with Spider-Man. Scene. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more characters to yeah. So that one's like the the end of the IP. We know that there's Marvel another Guardians ends. of the Galaxy movie that's coming out. Yeah, um, but I'm just saying, like you know, obviously, like you said, the the older tier Marvel characters, the original gonna, Avengers, they're going to probably disband if not die out. Um, the only one I can see outright dying is Tony Stark. Um, possibly. Steve Rogers? No way. You don't think he'll die? No. If he dies, I'm done. I'm you, out. See, that's why but I think here's he's going to die. We don't I there's I'm no out. way that he's moving forward in this universe and not being involved in the Avengers. I just no, can't. I, I think he might go off and just live his life and maybe not be an Avenger, but I can't, you just can't, move into a cabin in the woods. You can't kill Captain America. You can't kill Steven Rogers? He's also hundreds of years old. Well, he's like seven uh Right? He's probably 100. He's going to settle down with a beautiful girl, and then he's going to live a li- nice life and die of natural causes. Huh. This he is lost the Peggy this Carter, is, who is this the, is the love vision. of his life. Okay? He, he'll find somebody else. I know. I know. Okay. He, did, he did lose the original love of his life, but I, I, you can't, I can't kill him off. I'm out. Serious. I'm done. Yeah. I've impressed myself with my Marvel knowledge today. I yeah, dug really scary. deep there because it... It's been a minute since I've watched any Marvel movies. <laughs> I'm not prepared for Endgame next week the way I should be. Okay, so I'm not doing a binge watch through all the old movies. Yeah, fun yeah. fact. Uh, my colleague at BYU TV, Jerem Jordan, has watched all 21 movies. <gasps> oh, no, I saw that. He was tweeting about them. Too. Yeah. Leading up to That's Endgame. dedication. Yeah, that so he's... Dedication. And he's got two kids, too. It's a, a, a long-running joke. Spencer, if you're not aware on this podcast, that Hammond doesn't watch movies unless they've been out for over a year. <laughs> because of my kids. And so we had like a Hema movie get update it, corner. Three. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just checked out this movie. Uh, it was called uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> it's, it's called X-Men. Have you heard of it? it just came out. <laughs> yeah. Excellent flick. It takes me months <laughs> to see an actual movie. Um, yeah. But it's true. Uh no, I saw that. Jerem was – we actually had a friendly debate about Spider-Man. It was like, what are your – I was like, what was he watching? He was watching Homecoming. And mm-hmm. I was like, Spider-Man Homecoming isn't even a top two Spider-Man for me. And he was like, what? And we were just kind of messaging. What is your top two of the Spider-Man? My top two – Several entries. Okay. So I really like Spider-Man 2. That's the – With Tobey um, Maguire? Tobey Maguire. Hemo, what's it's, wrong with it's you? It's half nostalgia. Doc. But it's okay, really good. Okay, okay. It's the good one. I'll give you the nostalgia. Okay. Uh, but then uh, – Well, to throw in something for nostalgia, I'm the perfect age where like I think Star Wars Episode One was good. <laughs> and I thought that until like a year ago where I actually went back and watched The Phantom Menace and I was like, oh my gosh, I had a horrible taste as a child. <laughs> Which is cool. I mean they're in you know, those pod racers as a kid. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. appeals, it appeals to the younger – a really young kid. Jar Jar Binks, I thought sense. was awesome. No, he's not. He sucks. Oh, dude, Jar Jar. And then my <sighs> second one is uh, Spider Verse, Into the Spider Verse. Love Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, that movie's awesome. <sighs> I finally saw Watch it. Watch it every day. I finally saw it. It's really good. Yeah, really cool. Anyways, um, but uh, 
yeah, Avengers, looking forward to watching that for sure. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And looking back on Sunday, Game of Thrones premiere, how many, you watched it that night. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, amazing. Obviously, it's like setting up. Did it live up to the hype that you had to wait a year and a half for? I think so. I mean... Because I saw that some people were disappointed. A lot of people were really upset. And it's... I don't... I think it's unfounded because, A, this is like one of the shortest episodes that are going to be this season. With, mm-hmm. It was running at 54 minutes, which is... The rest are going coming in at 80 minutes. Um, but they had to wrap some things up. Things that people expected from last season to happen happened in this mm-hmm. episode but it's also setting things up for the the win for winter for the the big war that's going to happen at winterfell um and so i think it wrapped up last season really nicely it answered a lot of questions that i had like you know what's going to happen when Arya gets back together with john um blah 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 all those things they happened and i, I liked it i don't know yeah there were a lot about. of reunions that people waited for um for a long time Arya, Jon Snow, um, Bran and Jon Snow. Bran and Jamie. Jamie and, and Bran. Bran, which that's like the greatest meme <laughs> ever was the uh was the, the curvier enthusiasm. Oh, no, the curvier enthusiasm yeah. was so funny <laughs> when they're just staring at each other and then the curvier music plays starts yeah. playing. That was hilarious. Um but yeah, so you were you you found it acceptable. For sure. Okay. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to this uh Sundays for sure. Um, but yeah, um, Game of Thrones, uh, by the way, Pokemon comes out, Pikachu, Detective Pikachu comes out next month and I'm super excited for that. April's almost over. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Yeah. It's like toward the end of April, like time's flying by so fast. Um, and it's going to go by even faster if the Jazz lose the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be not much to look forward to. Let's, uh, let's keep our fingers crossed for tomorrow. (laughs) But, um, um, on our way in, we were talking... Uh, music playlist that we're listening to. Oh yeah, um, Spencer. Who were we listening to in your car on the way back? Bob Moses. So Bob Moses, guys, check him out. Really cool. Really cool. Uh, Spencer is introducing Hema and I. Hema is like a big music geek. I'm sure. stuck back in like this period <laughs> that's like between like 1991 to like 19 or let's yeah. say 2002. That's hilarious. Um, that's most of the music that I listen to. What are you Sprinkling, listening to now? What am I listening to now? Okay, so. When I was at the gym this morning, I listened to my gym playlist. Okay. It gets me pumped up when I run. If I'm doing a heavy lift, it gets me pumped up. Okay? I normally listen to podcasts just because it's a sure. nice way to pass the time, keeps my mind distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, too. But, yeah, when I'm running, I have to listen to music to pump me up. My running music <laughs> is ABBA and the A-teens. <laughs> so it's just so not even ABBA. ABBA. It's no, no, it's ABBA Queen. and the A-teens. So, so you'll listen to both Dancing Queens is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. I'll even throw in the Mamma Mia soundtrack. Wow. I, I like that movie. I love <laughs> ABBA. I love all the different versions of it, whether it's Meryl Streep or the yeah. A-teens singing it. I oh enjoy gosh. it. My wife loves that movie, by the way. Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> I'm excited to see the second one. It's on HBO right now, and I'm probably going to watch it when <laughs> so I get home. So that's what you listen to is ABBA, A-teens, right? Um, yeah, and then like for... To, like when I start lifting, um, I have like Pearl Jam, okay, Third Eye Blind, very um, Rolling Stones, yeah. Uh, which like the Stones is like kind of like as old as it gets for for what I listen yeah. to on that. Um, a lot of rock, 
But okay. yeah, like Third Eye Blind, Blink One Eighty Two. Um, that's actually <laughs> also really good. Like all the small things is a great song to run to. Oh my gosh, you're really mixing it up. Like, yeah, I'm really mixing. It really up. mixing it up. It's all over the place. I have Kendrick Lamar in there, Drake. Interesting. Yeah, Taylor Swift a little bit. Anyone else you're listening to, Spencer? That's surprising. You know, that I like people should look up. Well, I mean, people know this guy, but I really like Post Malone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Utah's own. Yes, Post I, I like Post Malone. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Okay, you're gonna make fun of me for this one, but I'm all in. You know what? I don't even care. You make fun of me all you want. <laughs> the Backstreet Boys' new album is awesome. Wow, I haven't listened to it yet. I didn't even know they had a new it's, album. Yeah, awesome. Original songs? It's like, original yes. songs, yeah. Okay. Okay. The, the album is entitled DNA. Like, I was very pleasantly surprised. Wow. They're all older than me, too. In, in a past life, I wouldn't about. be surprised if, like, Spencer would have gone the boy band route. Maybe if he didn't go I to could see that. sports Fun fact, I actually considered it when I was 18. He's, he's, really? he's light there on was, his feet. There was an opportunity. <laughs> I like it. There was an opportunity. The more you know. And I still remember every move to It's Going to Be Me by NSYNC. Uh, this is going to yeah. be the... Uh, <laughs> this we're going to release gonna be this footage? What we're going to have on KSLSports.com, the headline's going to be Spencer Linton, I almost joined NSYNC or something. Yeah. Al- I almost joined a boy band. I made a music video for a senior I've class seen project. It. You have seen it, Zach Hicken. Oh my God. When I was Did a I senior in high school. I don't think so. It is still floating okay. around the interwebs. I have something okay. called YouTube, I believe. I have it saved in my bookmarks on YouTube. Can we share it to our listeners? You can do whatever you want. Oh, yes. Let's do it's it. out there, right? There's no turning back now. Okay. So follow us. Okay. You can read all our stuff at kslsports.com. Um, but if you follow us at SB After Hours, you can see this dope footage of uh, We're gonna put it out our there. man Spencer Lynn. We're going to put it out there. Um Okay, one last question music-wise for Spencer before we wrap things up. Uh-huh. Have you heard of the Aces, Spencer? <gasps> that sounds familiar. So they're a Provo band, all-girl band. They rock. Very good. They're awesome. Have I introduced me to them? From P-Town? From P-Town. From P-Town. Oh, let's go. Um, we will, uh, we'll introduce you to them because they are great. Uh, listeners, if you haven't heard of the Aces, check them out. They really played good. on... Um, I think it was Late Night with Seth Meyers. Yeah, something like that. Or maybe it was Jimmy uh, Kimmel. It, was, it wasn't Kimmel. I think it was Seth Meyers. Okay. Um, really good band, though. I enjoy them. Him and I enjoy them. We Perfect. share the music together. We He takes the right earphone. I take the left. Yeah, it's very AirPod, cute. AirPod, yeah. So uh, we'll probably put together a, a, a Spotify playlist for you guys. and We'll, okay. um, we'll share it. We'll tweet we'll it out. We'll share what we're listening to. Are you guys soundtrack cool. guys? Um, like- it depends on the movie. I loved, loved, loved the Star is Born soundtrack. Okay. Interesting. Um, I also really like the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. And obviously Mamma Mia, which you brought up. Yeah, love yeah. the Mamma Mia what soundtrack. What about instrumental soundtrack? Yes. Are you into that? Very. I, I appreciate it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to it. Um, Hans Zimmer is one of my heroes. Okay. Yeah. So, Interstellar. Oh, yeah. Um, Dunkirk. Did he do Inception too? Inception. Yeah. Very good. And he did The Dark Knight. The trilogy. Yes. Correct. Incredible. Hans Zimmer. <clears throat> so, yeah, you're asking, like, what music I listen to? Bob Moses, Post Malone, Backstreet Boys, you know. L-O-H-Z. And, and little Hans Zimmer. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's, I like that. It's a very good mix. <laughs> that's a good mix. Yeah. I'm, like, driving home at 1 o'clock in the morning from KSL. 
busting out some inception from Hans Zimmer. It's going, yeah, Leo, go get your kids, bro. Go get your kids. It makes, it makes the drive home much more epic. That's oh, yeah, sure. that's for sure. All right. So, um, yeah, that's it for uh, Sports Beat After Hours. Um, Spencer, thank you for coming in and joining with us. Um, it's been great. Anything you want to say to the listeners before you bounce? No, I just love and appreciate you brethren so much <laughs> i am Hemi mooley jr he is zachary hicken thanks for listening to sports beat after hours good night everybody peace